Good day everyone, you're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode 41, Melody Mix for the Soul. I'm your host Alex, and today I have the honor to have DJ Antec as my guest on the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, and you? Doing good. I got some new equipment, so I'm more excited to do more podcasts in the future. And since you're on here, I'm sure everybody listening would like to know who is DJ Antec. I mean, I could write a book. To be honest with you, I've always been a guy that's done sports all my life. I played soccer competitively. Uh, then I got, uh, you know, in a nutshell, uh, got a big injury and then I had to sort of reconsider, you know, what I wanted to do with myself. And uh, that's how DJing came about. So, you know, in a nutshell, for people who don't know me, that's how I would summarize it. Obviously, there's more to it, but I've been DJing for two years. So, you know, uh, I would say shortly after my injury, I got into DJing which became my new hobby, you know, replaced the soccer for me. So, yeah, that's that's what DJ Antic is for for the listeners. So Okay, so you said you got introduced to it around two years ago and after your injury. So how did it actually happen? Did somebody tell you, hey, you should try out DJing or did you just start finding music online and mixing it together? Yeah, I mean, it was a combination of things like, you know, I feel like in life sometimes you, you, you try something new and, and there's just a weird sort of circumstances that make it happen. And for me, that's what it was. You know, I've always liked music. I've always sort of had a like, uh, I don't know, I guess a hidden passion for it. But I never really like sort of looked into it or explored it more. Um, and, uh, you know, up until I was like, well, now I have a lot of free time on my hands, so I'm going to try some new things. So I started trying stuff. You know, I started trying other sports. I started trying the gym. I started trying yoga, you know, meditation, all that trendy stuff. And then, uh, and then I don't know, I saw a few, I guess I, ha- I went to a few parties and I had a good time. And I'm like, I can do what these guys are doing, you know, and maybe I can even do it better. And then uh, that's how it started. You know, I like the ambition. I like that. Now, when you first started, did you come up with the name DJ Antec or did you have other names before that? No. Yeah, that was that was pretty much set in stone even from a few years ago because I used to burn CDs and I would write DJ Antec on them. So I found some old CDs some very old CDs, like probably over six, seven years ago that was written DJ Antec on it. So for me, it was just a natural like you know, way to call myself. And it's also my name in Polish. Antec is actually my name in Polish, which is my my roots, right? So um, yeah, it just seemed a natural name for me. I didn't really put much thought into it, to be honest. See, I, I was going to ask you that, like, how'd you come up with a name? But that's actually a good way that is your Polish name. And yeah, that's good. Super simple, super simple. You know, it's a bit exotic. You know, there's a K in there, you know, four <laughs> names. So, uh, yeah, you know, so it just became my name. So it's easy to pronounce and easy to remember too. Yeah, that's it, man. That's it. So for you, what is your preferred style of music to mix? Yeah. So that's a tough one. Um, because my favorite kind of music to mix is the music that's going to make the party go crazy. You know, that's my favorite kind of music. But if I have to pick one kind, I would say deep house. I like a lot of bass. I like, steady beat you know uh and i just find deep house is just like good for every occasion so deep house for sure do you actually still have your first mix um i don't i'm not a big i'm not a big guy on recording i'm not big on recording just for the for the simple reason that i I specialize in event djing so i do make mixes and stuff but it's not my bread and butter 
to be honest with you. And I just don't have enough time to put into DJing to, to do more um, producing per se. But um, yeah, maybe, you know, along the way, maybe at some point along the way. It seems like you have an open mind and you're ready to try anything, That's, which is a good thing. Oh, yeah. I'm ready to try anything that I can feel out and any sort of style that I understand the crowd for, you know, and I think that's really the key when you DJ. So how many events have you done so far? Um, I would have to make a count, but I would say close to 100. Yeah. In, in, in about two and a half years, two, two and a half years. Yeah. Wow. So that's almost like one every week. Yeah, I've been a super busy guy and um, I just knew that, you know, at my age to start something new, uh, I would have to put in a lot of time and I would have to really like double down on, on the gigs and, and it really paid off, you know, so. So for you, what would you say is the best part about being a DJ or DJing? For me, the best part without a doubt is waking up emotions in people, you know, making them feel good, making them feel in a way that they haven't felt in a long time. And, you know, when, when you DJ, you know, events like weddings and, and, and like important life events like that, you want to be able to create like uh, moments that people are going to remember for a long time. And, and that's definitely the best part of DJing for me anyway. So it's, the, it's, it's knowing that you, you contributed to someone feeling good, you know, someone feeling like, like they're happy, yeah, like they're alive, you know, and that's what I feel like I can do. On that note, uh, what is your preferred type of events to go be a DJ in? My favorite type of events, I would say cocktails. Uh, you know, any like sort of business event or like a little wine and cheese or stuff like that. You know, something chill, but that you can still sort of get grooving if you want to. And there's also, uh, I like it when there's like a sort of educational a component to the event I'm part of. So, for example, uh, conferences, you know, also I love doing. But really, uh, there's a lot of events that are very fun to DJ. And you usually don't find out how fun they are until you go through them. So that's uh, a bit of a tricky one to answer. But cocktails are definitely my favorite format for event DJing. So, Did you ever get nervous uh, when you go to these events? All the time, 100%. You have a very big impact on on the event and on or on the party. So I've never been not stressed before an event. You're at least a bit stressed. And if you're not stressed, it's because you don't care enough. That's the way I see it. Okay, so I should be completely stressed right now. Okay, I, I'm stressed because I actually uh, am. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I wouldn't say completely stressed, but I would say that there's a part of you that should be ready for anything. There's a part of you that should be sort of like, just like I'm, I kind of always plan for the worst case scenario, you know, so I'm that guy. I know, I know exactly what you mean. Like for every episode I ask at the end, do you have a question for me? And I asked this on the spot, so they don't give me the, uh, the question beforehand. So I never know what the question is going to be. So I always have to improvise my answer. Yeah. What is your thought process when it comes to choosing the music you use? Do you go have a set of library and then you go, okay, I'm going to go with that? Or do you prepare it beforehand? It's, it really depends on the, on the gig. But for example, there are certain clients that are very, very specific in what they want in terms of music played. Uh, and, and they're very specific in terms of what they do not want. And that's very important because some people really hate certain songs. They have a reason. Maybe it's their ex-boyfriend's favorite song or, or whatever it may be. And I need to know that before the party. So, yes, it's prepared. 90% of the time I have some, I call them 
like you know folders of music ready for the party but mostly i just go with the flow i just go with what i see with what i feel and i browse through different folders different genres different like it's all mixed up there's no really fixed way that i do it i just make folders for like to have an idea about the style of music that's in the folder but other than that i just go with the flow and it's you have to just feel out the crowd it you i can't really describe it it's just it's something that you just have to sort of have as a dj but it's really hard to train for you know so yeah so being flexible for everybody and anybody i have to ask you how many songs do you have in your library oh my god <laughs> i'd have to check that's a great question i'd have to check but definitely over 10,000 but like i yeah i don't know something like that 10,000 maybe i don't know and do you bring around is it your on your in your laptop or a portable hard drive yeah so i have most of it on my laptop but um like christmas music and stuff or like very specific music i keep on hard drives at home so yeah so you're re you're ready for everything Oh, I'm ready for I'm ready for anything and everything within 24 hours, pretty much. So, yeah. Wow. And how often do you actually do DJing? Like, let's say for events, but also for your personal time when you're at home. Um, yeah, well, now I've taken a bit of a break. Like the last few months, I've been dealing with some personal stuff. So I kind of took a break. But when I'm, you know, sort of busy, I like to DJ three, four times a month. And on top of that, I'll play around on my computer at least twice a week, you know, either organizing music, getting new stuff, uh, meeting up with, with other guys that we brainstorm. So, yeah, I would say two, three times a week in terms of playing around on my table. And, uh, yeah, I would say something like that yeah, once I get busier, you know, so. And do you have any inspirations when it comes to DJs? It could be a famous DJ or a local DJ or even parents or family members that encourage you to keep going. Yeah, you know, to be honest, like, I don't know what, well, I don't know if you, you know, people answer that question like that, but the, the only inspiration I have is myself, you know, and like, that's because of the stuff that I went through. And that's not like, it's not a, it's just a, it's a, it's a very modest uh, answer, but you know, you find yourself in positions that you can only rely on yourself and nothing can motivate you in these moments but yourself. And that, for that reason, my biggest inspiration is myself. So you're a, you're a self-taught DJ? Self-taught, I would say so, yeah, because the majority of what I, what I learned was done alone. So yeah, self-taught would, would be right. And for when you did learn how to do DJ, did you check up YouTube videos or SoundCloud or? Yeah, yeah, YouTube. It was all YouTube. It was mostly YouTube. Uh, I did get some friends that helped me out here and there, but it was very minimal in the grand scheme of things. So yeah, YouTube was the, YouTube was the best tutorials. There's so much st stuff out there now, you know, with the internet, like if you want to learn something, just Google it. And that's what I did. Like I just YouTube watched YouTube for hours and hours and hours. And, and that's how I learned to DJ. And what is your main objective with DJing? In other words, where would you like to go with DJing? Yeah, that's like uh, that's a good question because like I'm just, I'm a guy that likes to be involved in a lot of things, um, and, and there's a lot of things that I fall in love with. You know, like uh, I'm an easy lover. You know, I call it like that. So I, when I start something, I, I, I usually 
fall in love with it, so I become good at it, you know. But it's good, but then it's bad because there's so many things that I like to do, you know. And then it begs the question: where do you where do you want to put your time? But for DJing, like I just want to I just want it to be a decent side income, and you know, keep giving people a good time. That's my goal. There's no other goal than that. It's just make a bit of money and give people a good time. And then that's it. You know, for me, that's that's what it boils down to. So, and once again, you're doing it for yourself. And if people get happy along the way, that makes you happy as well. You know, you feed off that. You feed off that energy, and that's why you keep doing it because you 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 crave that feeling of making people feel good. You know what I mean? So, well, absolutely. The DJ is the energy of the party. If the DJ doesn't play the right song, or there's no DJ, there's not as much energy. There's yeah, exactly, exactly. So. In your opinion, what are some do's and don'ts? Sorry, some do's and don'ts when it comes to DJing. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I won't say do's or don'ts. I'll just say what I think about DJing in general. For sure, one thing you need to have is you need to be open-minded. As a DJ, you need to be open-minded to all cultures, to all circumstances, to all environments, to all weather conditions, to being sick the night before a, a, a wedding, you have to be open. You know, that's the first thing. So open, or I don't know how you want to call it, but I'll call it open. The second thing, that's a don't. It Don't make it your show. You know, don't make it about you. You know, the party, yes, the, the DJ is important, but don't forget that you're there for the party. You're there to serve the people, to serve them a good party. And that's how you measure your 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 success as a DJ, not by how much money you're making or by how many likes you have on Instagram. And then a third one, do it for the right reasons. So if you're doing it for the money, don't do it. If you're doing it for the girls, don't do it. If you're doing it to live a super healthy lifestyle and not be out late, don't do it. But if you want to, you know, have a good time and, and, and work hard, but reap the benefits of that work and make pe people feel good, then DJing's for you. So that's my do's and don'ts, if that's, that works. Yo, that definitely <laughs> works. No, it's a great, great advice. I like that. Perfect, man. Good. Now, for you, what kind of equipment do you have? You said you have a laptop, but do you have, let's say, turntables or anything else? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have pretty much everything that I need right now. I mean, I sold a lot of my stuff last year when I took that break, but um, I have everything. I mean, I have speakers. I have a subwoofer. I have turntable microphone wireless wired i have lights strobe lights i have lasers i like just give me a location and some plugs and and we have a party so yeah i have everything you need so speaking of which how hard is it to carry all that stuff it's uh it's, it's actually pretty hard you know that's one very important aspect and it's one of the reasons why i started training again at the gym it's because you, you need to be in shape to be a DJ. Like it's very demanding on your body. Uh, you know, not only, you know, carrying that gear, but also then playing music through the night. And at the end of the night, there's a takedown. You know, you got to bring all that stuff home. Can't leave it in your car. You know, you're not going to leave 10 G's in, in, in equipment in the car just because you're lazy at 4 a.m. No, you know, so yeah, it's very demanding. And I would imagine as well, it's pretty tough on the mental health as well it's very hard because because it's not like a, a, a normal job you know where you get to sort of i i don't feel like it so i'll just come in and not do anything or i'll just take it easy no it's 
you know, if Friday night you're booked for, for this event and there's 300 people, you know, that dress their best, paid a ticket to enter somewhere and you're DJing and you don't feel like it, well, guess what, Buttercup? You got to suck it up and, and, and go and do it and, and make sure people have a good time. Because guess what, guess what happens if 300 people don't have fun? Guess who's getting the grief, you know? Mr. DJ. So it's uh, mentally, it's definitely one of the toughest things I ever did. But I love that. I love that it's tough. I love it tests your mentality. It, it tests your toughness. And it just, you know, for me, it was, uh, I discovered a lot about myself through DJing. So, yeah, mentally for sure, man. I just like to have fun. I like to have a good time and I like to party. I like to celebrate. Yeah, I'm a passionate guy because, like, passion brings out very, like, magical stuff. Passion creates moments. So, for me, yeah, passion is definitely one of my big things for sure. It's your life. You do whatever you need to do to make you enjoy it the best you can. Now, for DJs, what are some misconceptions that DJs may face? Yeah, so do you have any other easy questions like that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, so misconceptions. I mean, there's a million. I mean, so that they all they do is press play. Biggest misconception. They don't just press play. You know, <laughs> there's a lot more to it. Uh, second misconception, all DJs, well, okay, I won't say that, are heavy alcohol or drug users or, you know, no, they're not. Like I, you know, like I said, my earlier point, it's very demanding physically and mentally. If you start putting alcohol and drugs into that, you're, you're, you're playing a funny, you know, you're playing a tricky game. So for sure, not all DJs are big, big users and, you know, live like that, this lavish, unhealthy lifestyle that people think. Other misconceptions, I don't know, I'm trying to think, like there's a million, but yeah, I don't know, there's just, just like the typical misconceptions, like anything, that it's just easy, that it's just for the fame and that, that there's nothing to it and that it's not that hard and that these guys don't work hard. But that's misconceptions that people have for everything. So I'll just add that one. The, the, the part that DJs don't work hard, DJs, it's easy, you know, they all they do is look good and press play. So that's the biggest misconception, so... Do people's opinions have an impact on your DJing? Because I know sometimes it used to have an impact on me, but not as much these days. I do it for myself, but I'm wondering if it has an impact on you. Yeah, so it's like for sure it has an impact because my clients are like my the opinion of my clients is what matters the most to me. So if my client loved what I did and then there's two, three people that didn't, I don't care. You know, what matters to me is what the person who pays me thinks. And usually the person who pays me is being advised by the 300 other people who partied. So, you know, that's that's all I really like sort of worry about, you know, in terms of that. But for sure, you know, you listen to the opinion because I'm a very curious guy. I love to, to know what people think about me because I'm very out there, very confident. So for sure, I'm interested in knowing what people think about me. But no, it does not affect me. It maybe affects me a bit, but... Not enough to dictate my, my next action or the next thing I'm going to say. So, but for sure, it's good to know what people think of you. It, I think it keeps contact with reality. So, I think that's always good. And what has DJing taught you in life? A lot of things that I already knew, but it was a lot of reminders. You know, it was a lot of like hard work pays off. You know, that's number one. Number two, don't listen to the naysayers. You know, uh, number three, don't let people's negativity make you quit, you know, things like that. But it was, it's all like, um, yeah, it, it was mostly things like that for me. 
I don't know. It's, it, it, it was mostly like, all it did was remind me to not listen to people because people, when they see you do well, uh, and I'm not saying it's ill-intended, but it's, it's human nature. We're just, we're, we're, it's the crab mentality. You know, when crab is getting out of the bucket, let's pull him back down because if he does well and he leaves the bucket, he gets to see the world while I stay in the bucket and I'm the crab that's trying to get out of the bucket and I feel like I'm being held down. But it's, it, it is what it is. When you have like big dreams, you will face that and, and that's it. You know, that's what DJing has taught me, just like to never give up and just keep going no matter what. If you have that belief that you are amounting to something, then keep going. You know what I mean? Like just keep going and, and don't listen to anyone. That is a very good point of advice. That is very true. And I feel like whoever goes to your events would feel that in the music and in your passion and see it when you're actually just doing your doing your thing. People feel it when, when, when they do cheers when we have a beer together. People feel it when they walk with me at 4 a.m. after their wedding. People feel it when we go for coffee. You know what I mean? They, they feel it all the time. And when your energy is positive, the people will feel it, they will know it, and they will want more of it. And, and that, that's, that's what I bring to the table. You know what I mean? So. And so you, I'm sure you meet a lot of interesting people and make some new friends. And on that note, how is the DJing community in your area? Yeah, DJing community. I mean, I'm I'm a very like independent guy, so I don't I don't really like uh, hang out with people in general, let alone DJs. But the community is scattered, you know, because there's guys doing a lot of uh, banquets, but there's guys that <laughs> DJ every week and, and and they live on the street, right? So there's just too big of a gap in terms of levels, in terms of how busy these guys are, in terms of how different the events that they do are. So I don't really see a need for a community. You know, I think the word, the word community is cool and I think it sounds good, but to me, there's no community here. You know, there, there are groups on Facebook, this and that, but I never really participated actively and it didn't change a single thing for me. So that's what I think of the DJ community for this, uh, for this region. And it's not negative. It's just the way it is. You know, it's each his own, right? We're kind of each battling our own battles. You're independent, you're doing your own thing, and you're not getting in anybody's way, and you're not going to let anybody get in your way. I completely understand. That's exactly it. I wouldn't have said it better. Now, do you want to present your hobby to the world or use it as an escape from reality? So, in other words, say a family member or a friend comes up to you saying, Hey, DJ Antic, I'd like to learn more about DJing. Can you show me how to do it? It's, yeah, you know, for me, it's, I, I, I never say never. So, for me, it's yes to everything until you prove me otherwise, you know, until you prove that your intentions are bad or whatever. But if someone wants to learn, like I'll give a free one hour class to anybody who reaches out to me, who takes five minutes of their time and, and writes me a message to tell me that they'd like to learn DJing. I'll spend an hour with them. No problem. But people just don't do that. You know what I mean? So for me, DJing, it's yeah, it's a bit of an escape from the world. Yes, a bit of an escape from from the matrix we live in. But it's also a way of expressing myself and just another way of, of displaying my, I call it greatness. You know, it's a big word for people, but I just like to display my greatness through various mediums. And I've done it through sport. I've, I've done it through schooling. I've done it through DJing now. And you know, I just like living life to the fullest and, and unleashing my potential. You know what I mean? So that's the way I see it. Now, in the process of reaching your potential, what was your biggest challenge when you first started DJing? The, the biggest challenge is always like, 
am I ready to sacrifice anything for this? Am I ready to sacrifice some time for this? You know, because that's really what it comes down to is, are you willing to put in the time? And for me, that was the biggest thing. You know, that's the biggest question you have to answer all the time is, am I willing to put in the time? You know, that was the, for me, that was the biggest thing. So. And fast forward to today, what is your biggest challenge? I don't know. I don't really see any challenges, you know, because let me, let me explain that. For me, it's, it's more like, what do I want to work on? What's the next project? You know, who's the next big, what's the next big thing I can work on? What's the next big collaboration I can have? For me, that's the biggest challenge because skills, I can do any party in Ottawa easily, any sports events in Ottawa easily, you know, five, 10,000, 15,000, 20,000 people. I'm ready. I don't care. But it's like, what's the next big thing for me? That's really the question I ask myself every morning when I get up. So it's going to be the same question for DJing too. What's the next big thing that I can get involved in? Has DJing ever helped you relax when you're stressed? So in other words, you came home, you had a long day, you don't want to do anything else but just DJ. Of course, all the time. It happens all the time. I come home, I just do an hour on my tables, mix up, mix a bit, try some new things, try some new some new combinations, try some things that I haven't tried. And, and, and usually that it's in these moments that I discover actually new skills and whatever. And on top of that, I'm de-stressing from the day that I had. So it's just, yeah, I mean, all the time, all the time. It, 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 I use it as a, you know, sort of a meditation and, and relaxation tool for sure. Now on the other side, has it ever stressed you out? Yeah, I mean, like we touched a bit on that earlier, but yeah, for sure. Like I said, like I'm always before an event, there's always a bit of stress because you want to do well, because you want to have, you want the party to be good, and you also know that there's a big part of that weight that's on your shoulders. You know, how fun is the party going to be? Well, that's up to the DJ. You know, a lot of the times, and there's, you know, there's a lot of important aspects to every party. You know, the drinks, logistics, this and that, lighting, but yeah. For sure, you're going to feel stressed because you're important in the party. So just for that reason, I will always be stressed before a gig. And it's not unhealthy stress. It's healthy stress. It's a, I want to do well stress. And usually that kind of stress makes you bring out the best in yourself. So I see it as a good thing. Yeah, it's like you pump yourself up before the event. You pump yourself up. You get in the zone. You, you imagine yourself in a movie as the star of the movie. And everything just goes well. If you had to give one good piece of advice for anybody who might be interested in becoming a DJ or just DJing, what would you give them? I have one piece of advice to everyone, actually, and it's not just the DJs, it's be authentic. That's the only piece of advice I have. Because if you're not true to yourself, if you're not real, the scam will be exposed um, and people will see eventually that you're doing it for the wrong reasons and, or that you're scheming and it's just not going to end well. So be authentic. That is the only thing I have to say to every single human on the face of the earth. Be authentic. And that's it. And DJing, well, even more, I guess. Be authentic. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Hopefully my podcast, it goes within that authentic aspect and I'm, I'm being authentic. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here if I didn't feel like you're an authentic person. So just, you know, and this is actually the first ever podcast i appear on and so for that thank you very much i'm honored and like i said if i didn't feel like you're an honest person i wouldn't be here um i actually would have hung up on you probably at some point because i would have said no this is not what i believe in so 
There you go, buddy. Well, there you go. I made it so far through over 30 minutes in this interview and no one hung up, so I'm good. Now, do you have any questions for me about DJing? Um, no, actually, I don't. I don't because uh, I don't because you're the guy who asks the questions <laughs> and then facilitates that conversation. And for that reason, I'm not going to ask you a question which would be completely meaningless for me anyway to get an answer that you're not even sure about probably. And then we're just going to end this in a weird way. No, I'm just kidding. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I have no questions for you, man. I have no questions for you. Maybe if I prepared more, but I do, I do best when I'm not prepared. So that question will remain unanswered. And maybe I can come back to talk to you about another hobby that I discovered in six months or something. We can have the same kind of conversation. You know what? I am perfectly fine with that. I don't need to feel nervous anymore because sometimes I improvise the, improvise the answer. I tend to do pretty good, but you know what? It's a break. It's a fresh, a breath of fresh air where I don't have to answer a question. I'm not saying I don't, I don't, I'm not saying I hate people asking me questions. I admire it, but I'm comfortable with everything and anything. So yeah. Yeah, perfect. So there you have it. Another body with hobby. Thank you so much, DJ Antec, for coming on and sharing your hobby. You could tell by the sound of your voice that you're super passionate about this and it's not something that's going to go away anytime soon. So once again, thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. And uh, like I said, it was the first for me. And uh, thank you very much. You do a great job, man. Thank you. So until the next episode, make some time for your hobby. Take care. <laughs>